Good afternoon. My name is Arjun Sharma, and I want to welcome you to the History for the Future podcast, where I talk about people and events that shaped our lives and what we can learn from them. The aim of this podcast is to help you learn from history and make better choices in the future. One of the main reasons humanity is able to progress is because we learn from our mistakes and build on our successes. As long as we keep understanding our history, we will continue to make informed choices in the future and grow as people and as a species. This is made true in the quote that reads, if we do not understand our past, we are doomed to repeat it. Recent history has seen many brilliant minds. These people have changed the course of history with their discoveries and achievements. The likes of Isaac Newton, William Sidis, and the focus of today's episode, Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein is practically a household name, known all across the world as perhaps the smartest man in the 20th century. He is known for his many mathematical and scientific discoveries. Today, I'm going to talk about his life, achievements, and legacy and understand why so many refer to him as one of the smartest men in history. His story starts on March 14, 1879, in Wittenberg, Germany. He was born to Hermann Einstein, a Featherberg salesman, and Pauline Koch. Albert had one other sister named Maria, who was two years younger than him. Einstein later wrote that two encounters affected his early years and the rest of his life very much. When he was five years old, he discovered the compass and was mystified at how it worked. At age 12, he discovered a geometry book and became obsessed with it for some time. He would even go on to name it his sacred little geometry book. At this age, the young boy also became deeply religious. He even composed and sang many songs in praise of God. He also became fascinated with playing the violin and later wrote that he wanted to become a musician. Soon though, his religious nature would change as he read more and more about science. These books contradicted his religious beliefs and in a move that angered many, he chose to follow the ways of science instead of religion. Due to this and his infatuation with creativity, he fell out of place at school and at home with one teacher even telling him that he would amount to nothing in his life. Little did they know that the young boy's name would go on to become synonymous with the word genius. Some would say that the person with the most influence on Einstein's education was Max Talmy. The young medical student taught Albert advanced forms of mathematics and physics. Einstein learned much from him and became a very bright young boy. When he was 15 years old, Max introduced him to a children's science series. In one book, the author thought about how it would be to ride alongside electricity inside of a telegraph wire. This thought interested Albert, and he formed a question of his own. What would it be like to run alongside a beam of light, and what would it look like? This question would be at the forefront of his mind for the next 10 years. At this time, Einstein also wrote his first paper, titled The Investigation of the State of Ether and Magnetic Fields. This all came to a halt, however, in 1894, when his father's business failed. He had attempted to get a contract to electrify Munich, but was denied. 
This and many other failures caused the family to move to Milan, where Herman worked as, with a relative. Albert, however, did not join his family and was left at a boarding school in Munich. He hated this time as he was alone and miserable. After six months, he ran away to his parents. He did this in part to avoid the draft when she turned 16. As a draft dodger and a school dropout, things didn't look good for him. Luckily, he was able to apply to the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology. He did not need to have completed his schooling as long as he passed the tough entrance exams. He took exams for physics, mathematics, French, chemistry, and biology. He passed the first two with flying colors, but failed the rest. Despite this, his phenomenal performance in the mathematics and physics tests granted him a spot, as long as he completed his formal schooling first. To complete this, Albert went to a high school in Arau, Switzerland, and graduated in 1896. He also became a Swiss citizen, renouncing his German citizenship. Albert became close to the Wintler family as Mr. Wintler owned the high school he had gone to to get into university. Marie Wintler became his first love and Albert's sister Maria would marry Paul Wintler years later. Before we continue, I have our quiz question of the day to ask you. As many of you know, Einstein received a Nobel Prize in 1921. What you may not have known is that his work influenced many other Nobel Prize winners. So I want you to guess how many Nobel Prizes can be attributed to him. Now, back to Einstein. Albert later stated that his years in Zurich were some of the best of his life. He met many friends, such as Marcel Grossman, a mathematician, and his future wife, Maliva Marek who was also a physics student. Einstein graduated in 1900, but faced a tough challenge after this, finding a job. Einstein often studied independently from his class, studying advanced topics far beyond his peers. Because of this, he sometimes decided to skip his classes, finding them unnecessary. This earned him the resentment of many of his professors, namely Heinrich Weber. Einstein made the mistake of asking Weber for a letter of recommendation to get a job. But Weber wrote many bad things about Einstein, most of which were false. This left Einstein unemployed for a time, despite his obvious genius. He was later quoted as saying, I would have found a job a long time ago if Weber had not played a dishonest game with me. While all of this was happening, he was also facing some problems in his private life. His parents were opposed to his deepening relationship with Maliva, quoting their difference in faith. Despite this, Albert and Maliva had a child in 1902 and married in 1903. The child is believed to have either died from scarlet fever or have been put up for adoption. Before his marriage in 1902, Einstein reached a low point in his life. He could not marry the woman he loved, he was unemployed, broke, and now had a family to support. On top of this, his father also fell desperately ill. Before his death, his father gave Albert his blessing to marry Maliva. 
Einstein was riddled with grief for years as he believed his father had died thinking his son was a failure. Things started to look up as later in the year, Marcel Grossman was able to secure Einstein a job as a clerk in the Swiss patent office in Bern. With his small but steady income, he married Maliva on January 6, 1903, and had two children, Hans in 1904 and Edward in 1910. At his job, Einstein was an efficient worker and often found time to ponder his lifelong question, what would it be like to run with a beam of light? He had studied Maxwell's equations in university and discovered something unknown to Maxwell himself. Einstein discovered that the speed of light would always remain the same. This violated Newton's laws as they did not account for absolute velocity. Pondering this, he came up with his principle of relativity, stating that the speed of light is constant in any inertial frame. In 1905, Einstein wrote and published four papers, which would, which would prove to change modern physics forever. In these papers, Einstein made many discoveries, but to highlight some, he explained the photoelectric effect, which is that if light occurs in photons, they would knock out electrons in a precise way. He provided the first proof of atoms, wrote his theory of special relativity, and wrote his famous equation of relative theory, E equals mc squared. Later, in 1905, Einstein submitted another paper for his doctorate, or PhD, just five years after he graduated university. Einstein's papers were special because no scientist or physicist before him had put together a completed theory of special relativity. During this time, there were two central aspects of physics, Newton's laws of motion and Maxwell's theories. Einstein was the sole person to realize they contradicted each other, and thus one had to be false. This idea was ignored until it garnered the attention of Max Planck, perhaps the most influential physicist of his time and the creator of the quantum theory. With help from Planck, Einstein confirmed his theories and was quickly invited to many lectures and high positions in the academic world. After considering many of these, he became the director of the Kaiser William Institute for Physics. He worked here from 1913 to 1933, but only began official work in 1917 due to opening delays. From 1905 to 1915, he was puzzled with a problem in his theory. He did not account for gravitation or acceleration, meaning his theory was false. After 10 years of pondering this, he finally completed his theory in 1915, which he considered to be his masterpiece. He told this to his friend, David Hilbert, who passed it off as his own. They eventually made up and remained friends. Einstein was doing well in his professional life, but his marriage was not. Around 1917, he and his wife reached a new peak in their arguments. Einstein was always away giving lectures and teaching, and so could not help with their kids or be with his wife. At this time, he also wasn't making a lot of money as the institute hadn't opened yet. Because of all of this, he began an affair with his first cousin, Elsa Lowenthal. He divorced Maliva in 1919, but promised she would receive all the money if he ever won a Nobel Prize. 
Einstein was hard at work, but was interrupted by World War I. Four scientists, including Einstein, signed a manifesto opposing Germany's involvement in the war. As a lifelong pacifist, he was against the war and even wrote, at such a time as this, one realizes what a sorry species of animal one belongs to. The chaos festered by the war resulted in some students taking control of the University of Berlin and holding some professors hostage. To mediate this, they called in Einstein, who was respected by, by students and the professors, and Max Born. Eventually, Einstein was able to compromise with them. After the war, an expedition was sent to confirm Einstein's theory by observing solar eclipses at Principe and Sobral. At a later meeting in London between the Royal Society and the Royal Astronomical Society, the president of the Royal Society, J.J. Thompson, stated that Einstein was correct and had made the largest discovery since the days of Isaac Newton. The, the newspaper, The Times, its headline read, Revolution in Science, New Theory of the Universe, Newton's Ideas Overthrown. As a physicist seen as a successor to Isaac Newton, he received many invitations to speak around the world. In 1921, he visited many nations such as the US and Japan. He received a Nobel Prize the same year for physics for his photoelectric theory and talked about it at many lectures. After this, he just became even more famous. He launched the science of cosmology, met with other famous scientists such as Edwin Hubble, Sigmund Feud, and even the actor Charlie Chaplin. Everything couldn't go well forever, and with the rise of the Nazi movement, many in the party began referring to his physics as Jewish physics, and the Nazis spent a lot of time and resources getting 100 other physicists together to denounce Einstein's theory, even though their announcement was false. In early 1933, he left Germany for good, now having a price on his head and receiving death sentences, death threats from Nazi supporters. He arrived in New Jersey, USA at the new institute known as Princeton. Newspapers began declaring that the Pope of Physics was in New Jersey and Princeton was the new Vatican. In 1933, his son Ed Edward was diagnosed with schizophrenia and his close friend Paul Edenfrost committed suicide. To add to this, in 1936, his wife Elsa died. Soon though, he would have more pressing concerns. In 1939, Leo Sitzard convinced Einstein to write a letter to Franklin D. Roosevelt, the US president, about, develop about developing an atomic bomb. Others had figured out this was possible to the horror of Einstein, and he wanted to develop it so that it would not fall into the wrong hands. Roosevelt agreed and granted him full American citizenship, although he retained his Swiss citizenship. In 1940, some of his colleagues went to Los Alamos, New Mexico, to develop the A-bomb for the Manhattan Project. Although Einstein himself was never asked to be involved, despite this only being possible with his equation. Once he heard that the atomic bomb had been dropped on Japan, he immediately joined a movement to control the atomic bomb under a panel of atomic scientists. The new argument became whether or not to develop a hydrogen bomb. 
Einstein was very much opposed to this idea and instead protested to control the spread of nuclear weapons and civil rights protests. In 1952, he was offered the position of president of Israel, but declined due to his prominent status in the Zionist movement. Despite this, he was becoming secluded from other physicists. Differing beliefs set him apart from other physicists who now supported theories based on atoms or quantum theory. Despite being right about the faults of the latter, he limited reactions. He limited interactions. He never traveled and died in 1955 from an erotic aneurysm. Albert Einstein's legacy is set in stone as one of the most influential men of the 20th century. Most believe his fallout with other physicists was not because he clung to past theories, but because he was so far beyond the others and they couldn't see it. This is proved as years later, he was proved to be on the right side of these arguments. He was instrumental in the development of an entire science and changed physics forever with his discoveries. His theories are still used today and his simple equations helped develop the tone, have developed one of the strongest weapons in history. His work influenced so many Nobel Prize winners after him to the point where some considered giving them to him long after he died. His work as a physicist wasn't his only legacy. He was an avid humanitarian, a gifted teacher, and founded an organization which came to be known as the IRF, or the International Rescue Committee, to protect refugees. His work across multiple fields changed history and added his name among the smartest men in history. Now for the answer to our quiz question. You have to understand that the Nobel Prize is one of the most, if not the most, prestigious academic awards possible, and that even those who can only gain a third of the prize are renowned for life. Knowing this, we can trace seven Nobel Prizes back to Einstein. This may not sound like a lot at first, but as I said, even getting a third of the prize is considerable and usually takes years of dedicated work. I hope you all enjoyed this episode and learned something new from it. I hope you have a great day and remember that history exists for the future.